sipping, I'm 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 sipping, Back at it, back Swagiano, in the man. Back at it, man. Glad to be here, man. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. How you been? <sighs> Life has been amazing, man. Life's been good. I can't complain, man. Bless, man. You know how I know that that's true? Cause you hit me up this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I said, damn, man, I gotta come holler at my boy. And man. I'm like, he, he he in the mood to talk. He got some things going on that he want to talk about. And I, I told you before, I'm always here for that. Right. So I was excited to have you back on because I'm like, when y'all reach out to me, because a lot of times yeah. it's love. Y'all yeah. do me a favor. We we, we do it for each other, but Thanks. you didn't know me. The way that you knew me We was on the team one night right, And yeah. then you came to do my podcast Exactly So it's like Now it's like There's a trust there Where mm. you like Yeah I'm gonna go talk to them. I appreciate yeah. that And one, oh man I appreciate you This like This is one of the best podcasts I've done I've done a lot A couple podcasts And interviews And it's like This one is like More Most relatable You know what I'm saying I feel mm. like we talk about shit That's more relatable And like And I just feel like This is the best vibe You know what I'm saying So Dope. This Dope. is definitely One of the top tier podcasts so for people that may have not caught the last episode, shout out to my sis Rhythm HB. She co-hosted with me yeah. for this this brother, um, super producer, Swaggyano. Yeah, yep. You've heard him. Trust me, you've heard him. <laughs> if you know anything about a Nicki Minaj, a Lil Baby, a Freddie Gibbs, yeah. you've heard him. You've heard him. For sure. But um, local, Philly, helping a lot of other Philly producers, um, Using his assets and his resources to put people in position to win. Yeah. Besides itself, that was a large part of the last conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So just to catch y'all up, that's where he at with it. So yeah, that's definitely where we at with it. Producers tap in with me, man. I don't give a fuck if you young, old, whatever. <laughs> young, older. You know what I'm saying? Inexperienced, experienced. Tap in with me. Word, word. So you even training? Yeah, I'm actually trying. I'm working on a program now. I'm trying to get a program together for like. Like youngins, probably I'm probably say like middle school to high school, mm -hmm. like just to start teaching them like music etiquette, mm -hmm. not necessarily how to make beats and shit, but like more as though if you really want to do this and like show you what you need to know to like become professional. Structure, history. Yeah, like what the, how to get paid as a producer, how so. to when you make the beat, how to get a song, where to go to get an actual record. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? How to distribute your music as an independent artist how to sell music to labels like mm -hmm. all that type of stuff is the shit that i feel like we lack like everybody know how to make music and make beats like that's the easy part that's 10 percent of the shit but like the people that are really successful are the ones that do the handle the business the most you know what I'm saying? and you know what we're at a time where we have evidence of that yeah we can see we can compare who we've heard and see where they at 10 20 sure. years later now so there's no excuse not to search for that knowledge so that you don't wind up being a cautionary tale exactly exactly yeah. so that's important I, I salute you and commend you for um doing that for folks because each one teach one that's that's the yeah. whole thing i feel like the, we all knowledgeable in the business that's what it's going to make the city better as a whole you know what i'm saying because that's what we lack mainly like People don't understand like when we go to other states and stuff like that. They had they have their business like in order. Mm -hmm. They had their shit in tech. So it's like here, it's like we have our shit in tech, but it's just a selective few. Like it's not as many artists that it's artists here that got their shit in tech, but it's not as many like 
the ratio is uneven. Like I would say about 30% got their business attack when the other 70 are just just building steam off natural natural. Yeah, because if you ability. go to Memphis, you go to Atlanta, you go to certain places, the guy you haven't heard of is already making money off of his brand. Before the record come out or whatever, he because yeah. he, he has his business in order and he's moving in certain circles and he might have did a feature or wrote for somebody yeah. or been on stage with somebody and got these checks nope. because they handled their business right. And then when they come out of these places, I'm thinking specifically like Memphis and Atlanta, everybody from there already like, oh no, he was next up. We've been we've been reading him the whole way uh, because you put yourself in a position to do business. Yep. To do business because if somebody call you and say I want to take you on the road, it's a lot of paperwork. They go into it if it's done the right way. Yeah. Well, you Depending on what your job is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So it's definitely understand. But on some real shit, though, that's anything you do in life, though. Even like playing basketball. Yep. Like, niggas in the NBA are not in the NBA because they're the best players in the world. They're in the NBA because they're great players with great agents. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so it's like that would that put themselves in the right position or was positioned in the right place for success exactly and that sacrificed a lot to get there because exactly. that's the thing too we always say why is it somebody in the hood that's better than that better than that you probably ain't sacrificed the way that other do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's across the board. Same way with... Nine with times music. out of ten, that's a guy, a sacrificing guy, like, damn near 80% of the reason why I'm even successful, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I sacrifice a lot of shit, bro, like, far as, like, even, like, shit that other shit that I could have been doing in life, like, sacrifice going to college, all types mm-hmm. of sacrifice bitches, mm-hmm. sacrifice, like, relationship life, sacrifice hanging with my friends, sacrifice... Even like living on my own, like mm-hmm. I had, a, I was living on my own all type. I was good before the music. When I first started doing that shit, I had to move back in with folks, sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying I wasn't getting it as much, the money as fast as I was not doing the music. You know I'm saying so, it's just like a lot of shit that niggas don't, not willing to sacrifice. But a lot of people want the benefits, but they don't want to go through what you got to do to get to it. Yeah, but I like that you broke down the sacrifices because. Any, like you say, this applies to anything in life. Like if, with young people, when we have so many resources, they have so many outlets nowadays. They're squandering time with their friends a lot of the time. Yeah. Like that was a big one that you said. Like time spent with your friends. You want to create moments. You want to live. You want to feel like you were a young man at some point and was uh, at the lit spots that you your your, your personality invites <clears throat> you to be at. Like before music, I had a whole different group of friends that I hung with. You know what I'm saying, I had whole, <laughs> seriously, like it was like a whole different type of vibe. Like you know what I'm saying, and as you like in high school, like I still got friends from high school, but like I don't talk to nobody that I went to high school with on a daily basis. Like because it's like I guess like people grow up, and but at the same time, like it's really true. Like you got to be and like surround yourself with the like-minded people in Absolutely. order to get where you want to get in life. Absolutely. And that's really true. Like I had to really lock in on this music shit. And like, it's times nobody believes you. Like, cause realistically, like, come on now, nobody going like, I go to a person and say, Dan, they'd be like, Dan, what you do? Oh, I'm a producer. I make beats. Or if, I don't even got to say I'm a producer. I can say I make beats. They be like, hey, I meet somebody off the bat or say, I meet a bad bitch. Off the bat, I meet her. Yeah, say, this is the thing. Say what you do. She damn damn. What you do? I say I make beats. What you gonna think? She gonna think? Oh, this you nigga just like fucking around, or this nigga just a weirdo rapper from his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. He might be scamming or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying that's what these people. And without a placement, that's what it means. Yeah, pretty much. But you can pull up the thing and be like, no, that's me. Yeah, but I you don't know even what I'm do that. And I know you. I yeah, was just about to say, that. I, don't I know even that's do that not no your more. personality because why are we trying to prove ourselves? Yeah, I, I, I hate I, it when women. You ain't. 
You ain't grown. Let me see how I do. I'm not doing all of that with yeah, you. Facts. Like, <laughs> I feel like I outgrew that stage because I ain't gonna lie. My younger era, like my younger days as a producer and shit like that, like when I like for instance, especially when I started working with C and all them, like state property and all. Of course, I was that boy. Like nigga, I'm in the game. I'm working with nigga. I produce you gotta use it at some point. Yeah, it's like you know what I'm saying I'm not but anybody. Then you burn it out. But yeah, but by the time I start doing real, energy. real shit like yeah. selling actual records and shit like that, I was like, it just got to the point. It's like. I ain't even gotta say nothing. It's like you feel the energy or you're not. Like I heard uh, um speaking of um <laughs> young guys, at a home girl. This was before Wale popped off. Mm-hmm. Said they was at an event, prop was there, she was there, her homegirls was there, and this guy tried to holler at her. <laughs> and she was like, I didn't know who he was, like he was cute, he was alright. You know what I mean? Like, you know, one of them Jones. And she was like, but then he said, Remember when Petey said, Yeah, Wale? That's me. <laughs> I said, homie ain't say that to you. And like a year later, he blow the fuck up. Like, Wale. you see what I'm saying? So everybody has used that card at some point mm. because she wasn't capping. She wanted them. Right. You know what I mean? That's how I be, man. That's how I be. <laughs> like, they don't, they don't, I mean, you got it. But, but on some real shit, though, I can't be mad at people like that, though, because I ain't going to lie. When niggas come up to me and say they producing stuff like that, it's like, I don't be like, I, in my head, it don't pop up to me. It's like, oh, you might be the next hit maker. But I'm, I am willing to hear what you got, though, because mm-hmm. I'm open, because I was that boy at one mm-hmm. time in life. But the average Joe, I don't expect them to even want to believe that, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's not something that's normal or frequent in their life. It's not common that they come across superstar producers or superstar rappers every day. Like, they're around rappers that just rap in their neighborhood and niggas that make beats in their area. So it's like, you coming up to them saying that, it's like, they don't know you really. And you fall victim to their own insecurities, because... Yeah. The guy that produced a hit for Nicki Minaj and Lil Baby would not be standing next to me looking regular. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? He would not be talking to me. I wouldn't be able to meet this person yeah. because he would be out of there. Yeah. They don't even realize how, like I, I use the example all the time, we from a generation, that guy with a skateboard and a book bag going might own a million dollar company. Facts. That's on the bus next to you. Facts. Like we're from that era now where these things are probably got the internet. Motherfuckers ain't got to leave their state to, to do big business. That's facts. You see what I'm saying? So it's like people don't assume that they'll be able to be around certain types of people mm. so meeting you you cool you ain't in there showing your teeth you know what i mean with your golds and all of that mm-hmm. but then they like oh he's handsome and, and uh, what do you do and you like i make beats they be looking at you like all right all right so but he makes beats but this would this would get them though every time when i tell people i make beats i just leave it at that but they see how everybody else embrace me but that's one of the things that whole... i try to tell people especially young guys you could be in the club with pajamas on. If all the respectable dudes in the club salute you and show you love, mm-hmm. status is all that matters to women and business. Facts, business, yes, 100%. It's all that matters. So the two things that you act like you want, money and women, it's about how you carry yourself, who your relationships with, who you do good business with. Yeah, 100%. Your track record has set you off when you walk in a space where nobody knows you except them five people that need to know you. Right. You know what I mean? And then that's all that matters, for real, mm-hmm. for real. Yeah, because everybody attracts to that. You you know people, and you might be one of these people where you can post up anywhere in the room, and the room just rotates. Yeah. Just, just somehow everybody makes their way to that bull. It, it speaks to it anymore. Buys him a drink or takes him, like you can That's see, facts. you can watch it. That's facts. And it's not always the the, the most lit person in the room, quote unquote lit. Because it might just be the common person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
It might just be the common person sometimes, but that's all. That all. That's like just the general eye, though. So that's just all how it comes down to. Like, but that's why you can't fight. Set. I gotta have the chain. I gotta do this. No, you gotta do yeah. the business. You gotta be able to reciprocate these things. You yeah. gotta be able to do these things over and over and over again. Facts. And then be able to sit down and benefit from what you did. Facts. Cause let me tell you something. Niggas don't even dig. Like, it's like, all right. To everybody, it might seem like, damn, he really on some shit. He made it. And realistically, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing above average of a normal producer, you know what I'm saying, that would normally do. Mm-hmm. But to me, my expectations is like, all right, I did it once, I did it twice, now I need to do it five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you it know what I'm saying? It's like a like it's like I feel like I'm it's I'm like not sports. doing enough. But it's like sports. Once you average twenty, yeah. then you wanna average the most in the league. Now I need a chip and an MVP, and I need a championship MVP. Yeah. Like it don't stop. It's not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> it just doesn't true. end because the accolades are cool, but they came from what I was able to do. I can I can sit down and say that beat took me fifteen minutes. That beat took me three hours. That beat took me six hours, mm. and it lasted so much longer than that time period that I sacrificed. Back to the that's what I, exactly. So like that goes to that like. Alright for instance I don't want to keep referring Back to Nicki Minaj And them beat But we can refer to that You know how long it took me To make that beat I'm interested I made that beat In like 10 minutes No cap But it took a little But you know how long I've been grinding Just to get a record like that Right Damn near 12 years Right You know what I'm saying So it's like Shit is definitely a a, a a sacrificial waiting game And like A lot of people Wouldn't be able to stand that Like That's what a lot of people Don't understand about the shit Like Shit can happen overnight But It's not gonna happen overnight With no effort And no hustle Like you gotta stay consistent With the shit Like Consistency Somebody said Um Um I think it was Big Boy Said they always wanna say That you were overnight success But nobody wants to talk about How long that night was Facts that's facts You know what I'm saying That's facts And I was like That makes sense to me mm-hmm. That makes sense to me We never acknowledge Because just like You just gave the example Of the, the single But The 12 years That you put into Before that time Is what gave you The ear And the skill set To accomplish that goal In the time that you did it in Freddie too I can give you an example Of that too Boss Rabbit what was big that record. with that with that big, big record? record. Yeah, one of my favorites. That's I think the that came out in twenty twenty one into twenty twenty one. Um about February around that time. Uh that beat that that song came out in twenty twenty one. I probably made that beat in like twenty sixteen. Mm. Mm. No bullshit. And he told you twenty seventeen. Like he said, like go to the other John or did you have ideas? No, like, I ain't know. They just what called made me. you go back. Six years and five years and say this is one that because it was like here. I was like I was on some like kind of like classic type vibe like you know you like I was on some original hip hop yeah like I was on some original hip hop shit like mm-hmm. I was like ah he, he might could get this like this type vibe. vibe yeah yeah and that shit just worked man it was like I was mixing it up with like shit from that, that year and like some back in the day shit and I just happened to throw that in there and that was the one that caught. So do you do good with remembering everything that you got that you ain't used yet? Like it's gotta no. be thousands in the archives. Like I got hard drives, man. I got like two hard drives of like my old computers, like my old two computers that I need to open up and just see what's going man, on. Man, I got shit for days. I just gotta sit down one day and just go through all that shit. It's just like, cause, and because I'm always every day I'm trying to create new shit. So it's like that shit just keep going, keep going. I gotta start taking some of my old shit and bringing it back out. Yeah, I mean. 
at, at the end of the day, a lot of things is reciprocal. Um, it sounds we could tweak shit, but when somebody say I want to do this vibe, yeah, that's the vibe. Right, right, right. That's the vibe. So you tell me you got something coming up February. Mm-hmm. What's going on February as far as what you can speak to, man? February, my birthday coming up, man. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, you said you're bouncing out of town. Yeah, I'm going out of town. We're going to go work in a camp and shit. We're going to go work with my producer group working on dying. We're going to do some mu- music over there to get some stuff done. I'm going to go lock in with Freddie again. We're working on a project. He ready to go back in the studio, so... Mm-hmm. We just about to get working, man. February, we getting active. What's them camps like? Oh, they be the best, bro. Is it like boot camp? Well, look, the last I camp I was at, my last camp last year, that's where I got Nicki Minaj's record at. From over in L.A., I was at the camp. Right. And they, she heard the camp was going on, and they just needed music, and we made it happen from over there. We, the, being in L.A., that was the reason why I even got that song. So you had, like, a compound? Um, No, we ran out of studio. Last year, we was at Paramount. Okay. It's like it's like probably well I know for sure it's gonna be an A one studio probably one of the top studios in L A. Uh-huh. We just go in there for the three four days straight, um from eleven to eleven, mm-hmm. and just all producers from around the world like it's our our producer group hosting it but we bring producer groups producers that we friends with, mm-hmm. um we bring artists that we cool with like Freddie uh, other artists come in. But this year we just taking it up a notch, man. We got some special surprises going to be in there, so and everybody just exchanging energy and getting up. yeah, and just making records, yeah. So making, we, we, but we you in there making records though? We ain't in there just cooking up shit for nothing. But everything got a purpose. Now that's my question: Is it one of those things where all the producers is trying to make new shit because of the energy, or are people running through files? Is it both? Combination of both, because mm-hmm. you might got some. You might be a producer. You are a producer. You might got some in a cut. That you done made three years ago, but it's fresh to my ears, but it's fitting to what we making right now. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you throw me that loop, and I throw my drums. Yeah. Now it's a whole new sound. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right. Or you might got some classic old school drums that fit this melody that I just made. So you know, collabing is beautiful. I'm totally for collabing. The only thing I'll be having against collabing is when people get jinky with the business. Mm-hmm. Niggas start getting in their egos and all this goofy well, shit. We can do splits on the phone. Yeah, Why but are we doing this? motherfuckers get in their egos sometimes. Like, this producer might think because he did this and all that, he want this amount of money. And, you know what I'm saying? I don't really... Yeah, that's That's weird. why I don't collab with too and many that's motherfuckers. that's the conversation that you don't want to have when you're being creative or with creatives because it's like we should just respect each other as such. True. Yes and no. Because what did I put to this project? Yes and no. And I'm going to tell you why. And I learned... And this is, and, and I'm not even going to lie to you. This is one of the things I learned over the year. Mm-hmm. Over this year. Last year when we was in the podcast, I probably wasn't even too much aware of this. Yes, it's good to leave the creativity there, but it's more important to understand the business because Absolutely. you could sit here and create and we could build a bond right now and everything would be good. But as soon as that business slapped the table, yeah. fuck the whole relationship up. And that's the that's the sad but true part. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the sad but true part because like. I believe in the whole job. Put some creatives, put some dope um, creatives in a room, crack the door, and let God in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That we go come even out with, with artists, fire. even with artists, man. Like, I be having to go through that. Like, I go through it with artists too all the time, man. It'd be like, I had my differences with a couple artists this year. Like, everything got ironed out and shit, but like, I just be having to like check people sometimes because it's like, bro, we producers, like, we want to get comp- we want to you know what I'm saying get compensated how we supposed to get compensated just like how y'all are so like let's just handle good business and we all make sure each other eat and make great music that's what make everybody great back in the day when Hov and them was coming up 
he made sure you knew Just Blaze. He made sure you knew Yeezy. He made sure you knew Guru. Guru. Like I'm saying, he made sure you knew Kodak Lens, Lenny yep, S. Absolutely. The nigga that's taking his pictures. Yep. Like you know what I'm saying, he made that, that brings the value of everybody up. Now Lenny S is. You can't book him for five. He he charging pictures for hundred thousand shit like mm-hmm. that. I'm saying Guru, you can't even book like you know what I'm saying it brings everybody else value up. And artists don't think like that nowadays. These niggas just be thinking, let me put this shit on YouTube and get big, cash well, out. Part of it too is everybody's um quote unquote independent now. Yeah, but still they but, was independent. The, yeah. the rock started off independent. They just they just organized their shit. They started out independent with a lot of money. Niggas got money, bro. No, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying. I'm not Niggas saying got money. you're wrong. I'm not arguing that you're wrong. I'm just saying people are looking at the budget different now when it ain't the white man money. True. Or the, or the, you know what I mean? The that's, true, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's all. I'm Niggas saying. not willing to invest their own money. Because that's the at problem. The end of the day, most motherfuckers are making more money now than then. Yeah, hell yeah. But now it's not just oh they said it cost such and such. Well, fuck it, it's on them. They got it. Like oh, where, where's the card? Like it ain't that no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's a little different because you know producers say all the time. I used to charge 150, 200. Yeah, a beat because that's his brand. That's because your brand, huh? Mm-hmm. And you got Missy Elliott as your motherfucker. You know what I'm saying you don't breaking all Missy Elliott, Elliott all. You got your whole. You know what I'm saying already. But stands. that's but that's value across business too, right? Yeah. Because if you want a tattoo from Cartoon, he's paying. He's charging you what he's worth per hour, mm-hmm. based on the fact that instead of doing your arm he could be doing a low rider hood exactly <laughs> and making x amount of dollars Facts. so how does he prioritize the time to do your thing Facts. money no, talk it's the same shit with me though i ain't gonna that's lie. what i'm saying that's the like same that business now. right yeah like yeah. i ain't like not wasting my time business. on no bullshit when it's like independent artists hit me up all the time and i try to compromise and all that but it got, at the end of the day it gotta be worth it like it has come to on be, bro yeah. i ain't worked this hard for nothing no it you know make it yeah make it worth what i'm doing because i do what i do i do what i do well that's important. I fuck with that though. Uh, somebody said, "Where the first forty-eight challenge at?" I'm starting the challenge off. I want to go first. All right, it's so dropping tonight, man. Let's get to that. Since you brought it up, <laughs> new first forty-eight challenge. Yeah, part two. You know what I mean? I play it for y'all too. I send it to you. Shout out to you for always giving people something positive to to, to do because this it, it creates an energy um, when you do these. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I'm just want. I just want to get some motion in the city, man. Get city united for something. Like, but how do you choose what kind of beat you want to give them? Is it like, oh, this is something that Philly dudes will want to bar to? Is it something that you think might challenge? Is it something that you think might be an up and coming wave? Is it just something you're excited about? Because you've done more than one now. This is your second one. Yeah, this is the second one. Well, the first one. I ain't gonna lie. First one, I just wanted to keep it like some hard shit, Philly shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying just keep that shit like make it to like which makes sense especially for it you got to deliver some heat like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that was the first one so um yeah that was a good job but what I noticed from the first one like younger cats was going on it but like not a lot of the new generation type artists because it wasn't their I'm style asking. of beat it this wasn't their I'm style asking. yeah so this time around I'm like all right how can I still keep it to where as though you gotta spit some shit on it, but it's it's translate. It gotta be a blend of between both the younger generation mm-hmm. and the, you gotta make something to where as though everybody will want to go in on it. And I think I hit it this time, so I played it for a couple motherfuckers. Sent this Johnny to a couple Mac people. going crazy. Yeah, yeah, he like it a lot Shout too. Out to so Johnny Mac. and I kept it sample wise too. Every forty eight challenge, I'ma sample something. Just like you know, just like for that's just the trademark of it. I'ma just do a sample. How many submissions for the last one? Huh? Right. How many submissions from the last first 48 challenge? 
<laughs> God damn, it got two out of hand, bro. I don't know. A lot of people. Thousands yeah, and thousands. Like thousands. Though. LGP Quad, he went, uh, shout out to him. He was the first one that went viral on that shit. He went, uh, his shit got over three billion streams. I mean, three million streams on Twitter. Shout out to Quad, man. He was going crazy. Um, Man, everybody, bro, it was too many. I can't start naming people because niggas yeah, gonna be like, damn, you left me out. The I'm whole city, out, like everybody, like, everybody that I know did one. Yeah, and they all did their thing, man. Too, I was proud. I was actually proud, and it was an honor for them to even want to go on my shit. You feel what I'm saying? So it was like, if they never heard me say it, thank y'all, man. I appreciate the whole city for definitely anybody fucking reach with me. Back and tell you that they um got a um. They benefited from doing it or something like that. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of artists, a lot of artists sprung out, sprouted out off that shit. Like, it's a couple artists that told me like, "Yo, that shit got my, like some of my highest views." Like, I you know, it's barbershops where niggas was just going through every jump, right? Girl, like, that's like crazy. watching all of the challenges back to back. Yeah. So people was getting looks. That's fire. You gotta think about this, Damn. Philly, bro. We yeah, that's true. we ain't got we ain't got too raw for the streets no more. That's true. So we we still get into that's that. That's kind of like shit. the new too raw for real. Mm-hmm. Dang, I might never even think about you think that. Think about it. You, you you marry your phone. You go on a hashtag. You run it. Mm. <laughs> oh true. no, my young boy did one. Pull this one up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, was like, and it started off like who got the hot? Will Hood got the hottest joint. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how I started mm-hmm. off. So Ray Hood got they hottest rappers. Then that yep. shit. Man, I had niggas from Africa down there doing Dope. the challenge. No bullshit. I had niggas Dope. from LA, chicks from LA, uh, motherfuckers from down Texas. Furthest artist you produced for? Huh? Furthest artist you produced for? You ever produced for somebody in Africa? Yeah, my man Kofi. Kofi Carter. Mm-hmm. Kofi Carter, he, he, he in Ghana. I produced for him. I produced a couple tracks for him. How you spell Kofi Carter? How you spell his joint? K-O-F-I-E Carter. C A R no, it might be K A R T E. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You been to Ghana? No, I want to go. I want to go Afrochella. I might go. De- I might go. You December. know they gotta change the name. They do. You know, oh, Coachella ain't playing that shit, bro. Oh, they suing them. They made um Envy change his own car show name. They making them change their joint. They going. They, they said the all the way name. in Africa though. Yeah, I thought it ain't matter, bro. But they said they already got the new name. I forget what it's called. But um, I heard that was huge this year. Everybody was out there either yeah, that me, week or the week before. Afrochella, that's it. They said that shit big around Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go fuck with it. I'm gonna go out there one day. That'd be dope. And he be um did he rock at the last one? I think he did perform. I don't know if he performed this year, but I know he performed last year. Yeah? Yeah. So that'd be dope to be able to go down there and hold him down one time for the yeah, one time, go too. fuck with my boy. Get the whole thing. Yep. That's all the love. My man Kofi, he be going crazy. I like his music Just a lot. don't drop your cell phone and blame nobody. <laughs> oh, no, I ain't dropping <laughs> I ain't dropping nothing. I'm going to have that shit strapped to my belt. The joint I'm at it. <laughs> ain't, nobody going out, ain't nobody robbing me. <laughs> Fuck all that. We, we talk about somebody's story cell phone right. out there, man. That's not what we want to see. It's crazy though because um, who thought that there would be a time where like young men, young rappers from over here was making that a destination? Right. Like it, like it's it's that's dope. Everybody's like, no, nah, go over there. I had a ball. I'm going again. You want to go? Like it's a thing now. It's like going to Jamaica right. back in the day. Facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Ghana is a hot spot now. Yeah, and it's not it's not cheap at all. But hell no, it ain't cheap. Some of us are making some more money than we yeah, had. Yeah, facts. Then. I like, can afford it now. These things are like dope that I'm starting to notice out my folks. Yeah, man. I, I like can afford it. it now. Definitely, this is gonna be the year. <laughs> this is gonna be the year I'm definitely hopping out of the country, man. Fuck that. I gotta get out of the country now this year. For real, for I was supposed to. Freddie and them just came back from a tour two days ago in Australia. I was supposed to go out there with them. How long did they do Australia? 
Because once you go there, that nigga was out there for like three months. Then yeah, to you a, gotta stay. Once I you mean, go not three months. Year. He was out there for like three weeks. You got to like a year. My man Toy is out there, and he goes for a month every time. I don't know how much of that is the showtime, but he like by the time you go out there, you he shoot videos, uh, again. he he do music, he like he out there. You know what I'm saying? So I just always imagine Australia is like you got to be about a month. Yeah, he was out there for like a month. Yeah, that's dope. You ever been there? I ain't been out the country, you bro. Go to Australia, you gotta go to Ghana. You about to do all of that though? So yeah, we gonna get there. God, no, but that's the part that you gotta do because you you're absorbent. You, you you're very you, you're very yeah. observant. Facts. You pick up things well. You yep. see what I'm saying? So what you would be able to add to one, what you do for business or whatever, also what you could do for people through conversation. Yeah. Once you have those experiences, it'd be monumental because. You can explain it. <laughs> you have a way of communicating with the people even when you ain't talking. That's why you. I never thought of that, man. I got a drink to that one. Man. Drink I never to thought that, that one. Man. It's a big. Take thing. a sip of that one, man. Mm-hmm. It's an important <sighs> thing, and we gotta recognize those who are capable, and we sometimes gotta remind them that that's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> that makes sense. That make a lot of sense, bro. It do. That's, that's I, I don't, see shit like that. I don't never be thinking about it. I just be so caught up in working, so it's like I don't sit back ever. Sometime to just just think about like, damn, like we really onto some shit right here. This is like history that we kind of building. Feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's different. I don't never be thinking about that type shit. It's like 10, 20, 30, 40 years now, niggas gonna be looking like, yo, these niggas was doing that around that time. Exactly. It's like I never really think about that sometimes. So it's like, and sometimes we identify the 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 um, initial gift. Yeah. And don't realize how many gifts are under that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You got a lot for Christmas. It wasn't just the 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 the, the um, PlayStation. Facts. You see what I'm saying? It's facts. It's things that came with that. Hundred percent. Because good. of that. Damn. Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta step it up, man. <laughs> see, think about shit like that. Make me want to even turn the stove up. Like it's just another notch. You know what I'm saying? Just take a shit to another notch. Cause at like the end of the day. We the future Like this is what Motherfuckers gonna be Looking at us like Yeah it's so all gotta, legacy At this point Yeah so I just gotta We just gotta raise the bar man And you a young man That have worked yourself Into a global realm Early With what you do artistically mm. That's a big thing You have two of the biggest Artists in the world And then a few others Yeah And then a bunch of Motherfuckers that ain't So big but a big as shit Yeah Like you got a lot of levels To who you reach With what you do mm. When it comes so early, sometimes we nonchalant about it because it's like, well, this is where I be at. But at the same time, with great power comes great responsibility because 98% of the people that you'll ever run into in life will never have the opportunity to have 100,000 people react to their thing. Yeah, that's true. 20,000 people react to their thing. And you ain't even there. You sleep. (laughs) You sleep. The song on somewhere across the country and it's 200,000... 5,000 dudes is about to get some head because your song came on. Facts. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, that's know. crazy. I ain't going to lie. Somebody definitely sent me some John and he was getting some pussy to one of my songs. I was like, y'all crazy. I was like, damn. Like, that is, and, and, and I don't want you to be arrogant because I like you how you are. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, and right. if you want to get a little cocky, I think you do that. Right, but right, at the right. same time. If I'm, necessary. But at the same time, you, you a grown man now, so you are who you are now. Right. But. That's a major thing. That is dope as hell. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Appreciate like, it. Example that will relate to my life because I've never done anything that big. 
But like, oh, what you mean? You know, you're on a big scale right now. Yeah, but I mean, a hundred thousand people saying simple with Sammy is different. Yeah, that's but, true. That's true. Okay, I get what you're saying. When I go around my folks, I go to homecoming, college. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shout out to Morgan State, and I'm getting saluted and, and congratulations from every because they see that I'm doing something that means something. Right. You see what I'm saying? And I'm standing there like, shit. I didn't even realize y'all was paying attention. Damn, that makes sense. You see what I'm saying? So imagine where you' supposed to be at. With not not with not not with your not with your arrogance, with your responsibility. Yeah. But you're handling that because your intention is always to help others. Yeah. See, I feel like now it's like my intention, like not. I'm just learning. It's like, um, I still want to be a producer. But I feel like I'm ready. I got some. I got I my purpose is like, it's starting to be a little more different. If that makes sense. Like I'm still making beats and producing records, but it's like, I feel like I got a responsibility to like shape like what's up to come next like i'm saying i think you do i think you do but i also think you i don't know why i don't I, and that was never my intentions neither but i just feel like that's just what's been dropped on me like i think that you have the um the gift to do so i think that you are recognizing your capabilities in that fashion but i also think that you've done so much dope shit so far that you never could put the Put the, put the pad down True yeah yeah No I ain't gonna <laughs> no, This shit just getting but started But put yourself in a position To do both Cause one question I was gonna ask you Actually right before You said that was Your ideal workspace If you was to build A studio From scratch yeah. Or if you could Pick it out You know what I mean mm -hmm. And it looked exactly like You Office space Studio Whatever have you What would What, what are the What are the things That are necessary to have If How I can make rooms, anything whatever. I would wanna do Alright bet like some long-term shit, something that you would stick with. All right, my first studio would be set up like I could use these too. <laughs> It'd be an A room, like I definitely need an A room. So we could just, I guess we could put this here as the A room. Boom. Mm -hmm. This would be the main control room. You know, A room would look like some uh, fucking like you know Star big Trek. ass board, yeah, mm -hmm. shit like that. Lights, boom. A room. Then I'll have a, uh, I guess like a lounge or like a lounge area. Mm -hmm. So the lounge area will be like, in the lounge area though, I'll have like a DJ setup. So it kind of look like a little lounge, like a real lounge. Like a real lounge. Yeah. So when you in the studio cooking up, you wanna go test your records. That's where the bitches and all that would be. Y'all go sit in there. You can go test your records in the lounge and see how the feel would be. See if that hit for the club or what energy. So you're that. not making the A room but so big is what you're saying. No, the A room gonna be alright. <laughs> well, the B room ain't gonna be but so big. The B room is just gonna be like production rooms. Like okay. they just gonna be the only thing you need is yeah. So you gonna need the lounge. I'm with you. Only I'm thing you, you need is speakers, like and then pool table shit like that. But the lounge is not for like just a hangout lounge, just to go test your records. So it'll be on some DJ shit. So certain nights we might even have something going on in there. We just got or you know a major artist Listen, come. He got a thousand bitches with him. Mm -hmm. Like he got a thousand. Like he got. You know what I'm saying vibes with him in the studio. They chilling out there, pool table, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yo, we just made these records. Let's see how this hitting. Right. Like on the steering, on the concert speakers. You know what I'm saying so. Yeah, you got the bigs out there. Yeah, yeah shit like that. So, other than that, that's cool. Like that's all I need for real. A room, B room, lounge. And cookies, like unlimited cookies. Like that's how the, the big studios be having like <laughs> free cookies. Like, would you have an office or would your office shit. be a studio? Uh, I have an office, but it wouldn't be for me. Like, <laughs> whoever worked there If I have an office It's gonna be like My own private studio I have another studio room Just for me now, I have my own shit Now we gonna dial back To when you said <laughs> With the producing shit You know what I'm saying But I think I'm just Supposed to help people so, Your ideal Office space 
doesn't sound like that. It sounds like you still focused on production of the thing. Cause I feel like <laughs> I get what you're saying, but I feel like I don't know. Like the office space is supposed to be for like my comfortability. Like no, and no, but what I'm telling you is you you never gonna put the pad down. That's basically yeah, what yeah, I'm exactly. Saying. Yeah, no, that's not. It's not. It's not <laughs> you never gonna put the pad down. Yeah, it's a wrap. I'm, I'm in it forever for sure. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm but gonna be like a Dr. Dre ass nigga. I'm sure he ain't making beats every day. Even though he be making it look like it, I don't know if he ain't making beats. What's your ideal vibe if you if they say yo, um, it don't make sense to keep producing in Philly. You got to pick somewhere else that you would prefer to live, where the energy is that you think you want to create, or the artists are that you. And I don't create. gotta worry about the cost. Yeah, I gotta worry, or I don't gotta worry. You don't have to worry about the cost, or do both. I probably me both. go to LA. Give me both. If I ain't got to worry about the cost, I'd probably go to New York or L.A. Nah, not New York. Hell no. no I, don't, I don't think we really... Like, yeah, Philly New York ain't got, really New York big on too, New York like that. It's too many people. Not long term. Yeah. It's too small. For it's crowded people. enough. It's here. like this times 10. Exactly. Like with a thousand more people. Yeah. I'm cool off that. So L.A. Yeah, L.A. or L.A. If money ain't a thing, it's L.A. Yeah, L.A. Because that's where a lot most of the artists are. Uh-huh. And most of the labels. And, um... Yeah, you you doing meetings directly with the label, so you need yeah, to Atlanta or LA. Atlanta. All right, but yeah, I'm down Atlanta already now, so yeah. But see, for us, Atlanta's not hard to get to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's the biggest hub, so them tickets ain't you last minute. Them pups. <laughs> last minute, you can get a ticket for like one twenty. <laughs> Trust me, I know. And be there by the park. I'm infamous. <laughs> be there, be there by, by yeah, an hour and fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Flat in Atlanta. I remember one time I took a trip to Atlanta. I got on a flight at 6 a.m., got in Atlanta at like 7.30. I went there, did a session, then I came home that same day. I quit the red eye home, like 7 o'clock zone. Mm. Got back home at 9. Wow. Niggas ain't even know I just went to Atlanta. Nobody knew you were going, yeah. But see, that's what it do, and that's when the business is... Like, I watch stuff sometimes on documentaries and shows, and they show certain people that do certain jobs. They're like, basically, they live on airplanes. yeah. You know, and I'm not talking about rappers and entertainers. I'm yeah, like about stewardess, like uh, or, or, or just business people, people that do big business that have to travel country to country, city to city to do to represent their company. Yeah, I met this contractor. I be meeting people all the time on the flights. <laughs> I met this contractor boy. He do some shit like that. He just fly everywhere checking on his stores. And I was like, God damn, that's all you do, yep. And it's like company pay for him. You got people out here that don't want to get on a plane, and it's like, man, some people get on planes like escalators. Me. I love planes. <laughs> I love getting on planes. I like flying. I like getting there fast. I'm a pilot. Who's coming handy? You want to tell you something? Flights. I'm a pilot. Would you believe that? No, I would, because I saw the picture. <laughs> the first pilot from Ariadne. You know what I'm saying? He was like 13. Uh-huh. That's how old you was? Yeah, no, I was 16. 16? I was, I'm a student You're still pilot. Still I'm really a student pilot. How, when did you start flying <laughs> shit? I went to military school, right? And I probably was in like 10th or 11th grade. And um, we had like, you know, I was in military school, so they had like an opportunity. Of like, it's like it's, it's this program called Organization of Black Airline Pilots. It's called OBAT. Mm-hmm. And like... The opportunity came I to like school. I like the idea of that. But yeah, yeah go ahead. The opportunity came to a school, and I just was like, and my sergeants and them, they was like, yeah, we try it. Like, and you was it. with the shits. Yeah, and when I went there, <laughs> when I, went there I ain't knew shit about flying. 
You had never had you been on a plane before that? It was a three week program. I flew on a plane like twice, but I wasn't on no shit yeah. like how I am now. I used to fly. It was year. a three week pro. It was a three week program. I didn't. When I got there day one, I didn't know a goddamn thing about flying. So the first week, like I had to learn everything. Mm-hmm. Like at the same time, while I'm in it, it's like you got instructional time, then you got air time. The whole time. Dope. Seven days a week, just a camp. Dope. I like it. So we was doing that the first week. I learned how to fly. I mean, the first week I learned like what shit is, like mm-hmm. everything, all that type shit. All them damn switches. Yeah, and mind you, it's, it's motherfuckers there that's that's they dads pilots. They yeah, growing like, up like you know what I'm saying. They born it's motherfuckers this coming from all over the country. You know what I'm saying so it's like they, they trained for this. Yeah, they into the shit. Like mm-hmm. niggas already got miles and pilot miles because you got like a logbook that yeah. Count I would up, imagine calculate so all crazy. your miles yep. up. Niggas coming in there with logbooks already. Every time you already. take off, you got a log. So. Yeah, niggas done did the program two, three times and all that type of shit. Mm. So I'm in there like fuck. I don't even. Know. I, I know how to drive a car. But I don't even got no license. I'm Young 16. black boy from area. Bro, by year, about by week two. I learned how to fly the shit. By week three, I did my first solo. What was you flying? I was flying. It's, 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 a, it's a plane called Piper Warrior. Okay. And then they got something called Cessnas. Mm-hmm. I know Cessnas. Like, like, well, Cessnas is kind of like the same thing. You know, Piper Warrior probably like Chevy. Cessna probably like Ford. Okay. Same shit. Like, same exact Yeah, thing. same right. type shit. Yeah. So that's what we learned. And actually, like, I can tell a lot of people, they probably won't believe me. Like, how we learned how to do them drones, like, we had airtime. But like, besides the air time, like like say if we in the air and I'm, and niggas not paying attention or shit that we need to learn and practice on in the air like our turns, like lowering your altitude, lowering your altitude and shit. Why are like you that. in the air not paying attention? What do you mean? No, not even is, necessarily. Is that a thing? No, not necessarily paying attention, <laughs> but it's like executing shit. Like when the instructor tell you to execute certain shit, mm-hmm. you got to do it correctly. You feel what I'm saying? Like if he tell you to drop the flaps and. Shit, I'm saying shit you probably wouldn't know. I know what but you mean, but flaps, like, knots, like you tell you to lower your altitude and all that and type shit. You gotta know. That's than me. Yeah, you gotta know how to do that shit. Right. Like you know what I'm saying, like, so it's like, if you fucking up in the instruction time, why you in the air? In the air, when you get back on the ground, then before you go to sleep, because it was like a camp still too. So yeah. like, you gotta practice on fucking flight simulator. Right. The that's real, what I was like thinking. the game, like, but they, they they got like a. Them Jones dope now. Yeah, but they got like a controller, like they bought like it's like the most expensive controller set up to like a real cockpit, mm-hmm. and even to like hide the movement of the plane, like and all that shit the on the rumble computer. packs and sway packs yeah, and all of that. Like that shit feel mm-hmm. like feel like you in the air, mm-hmm. and it, that's really how niggas learn. Mm-hmm. And by my first week, solo, you bro. Was good? Third week, I ain't gonna lie, bro, and it's crazy. I was the last nigga, like how it goes, like you do whoever do they solos, like. Like when once the uh, instructors feel like, all right, you ready to do your solo? Your solo is like, you gotta fly the pattern in the air. So it'd be like we was in Delaware, so you would probably fly to like, maybe like Philly and back or like mm-hmm. something. It's only like a couple of minutes, like you know what I'm saying the, mm-hmm. or the pattern, the first solo, and um, the solo was like, that was like basically like the graduation of the program. Mm. I was the last nigga to do it. <laughs> I was the last one. And but I you did it. Yeah, I completed it. For sure. That's heavy. That's heavy. And it was some shit I didn't even care for, man. But that was like, God damn, I'm a pilot. That's <laughs> crazy, though. Yeah, so you certified. Crazy. You still, do you have to redo your joint, update it? I probably got to go get updated and shit like that and get back in the field, but... They probably run another test. But it's something I could do. Yeah, yeah. They you probably just... Te- yeah, you got to do your eye checks and get your, your health shit and all that type shit. Yeah, Is but, that a passion? No. It was say, at one you point. Know, what's the name? What's his name? Lil Duval. He live on an island. He got a mm. couple planes. He flies on planes and shit. 
It's yeah. Would you it's, ever buy your own plane? Hell yeah. I would buy a Piper Warrior or a Cessna. Something just, small yeah. to get groceries. Yeah, exactly. Like we just fly to get groceries. Yeah, because they don't got no potato bread in LA, so I might fuck around fly back to Philly. <laughs> no bullshit. There's no potato bread in LA. So I'm like, I've been on a small ass plane before though, like they the scariest ones though. I've been on a helicopter and I've been on a little ass plane. I shot a video on a helicopter. First time I was in a helicopter, there's a camera on my face. I got a oh, plane. Yeah? Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I got helicopters be so crazy because it's like right there, like the Bro, door is right here. You got he's turning like, the joint sideways. Like yeah, it's like and you leaning. Yeah, like you can do anything when you top heavy. That's crazy. But I don't really like the, helicopters. But with the little plane one time, my man and I ain't gonna say his name because he's not with the young lady no more. His lady, her grandfather mm-hmm. was at the private airport out on Northeast. Okay, yeah, I know you're talking about. And she surprised him for his birthday with private flight or whatever but she invited gang that was part of the surprise right we get there with 18 bottles it's like six of us on a plane y'all crazy on this low ass plane and we about to fly to New York and back oh, y'all and you know that don't take no time yeah that's like 40 minutes probably less than that bro we pulling up the drag cooler with the wheels on it and all that <laughs> that's like a 15 minute flight they like uh you ain't even gonna need more than one bottle what is y'all doing right we so Y'all think y'all about to have a party bus to DC? Y'all think y'all private jet into New York to to LA? (laughs) Shakiest flight I've ever been on in my life. And the crazy thing is, um, and I've been on, I've flown into places and had to get on a small plane to get to the next place Mm. as a kid. But it was shaky as hell. And it was one of them things where one of my homies ain't want to go. And I had to tell him, bro, this one of them Jones where like, do you, if something happened, Mm. do you want to be the one that was still here? (laughs) <laughs> I remember my homies. I had a, my my homie. My first my man. He he ain't like flights at all. He was scared to fly. Put him on a flight. What is that nigga want to fly every week now? Any chance he get, he out of here. You know that's Fat Joe story. For real. They used to take Escalades and Navigators across the country. He wouldn't fly. Yeah. He wouldn't fly. He was like John Madden. He wouldn't. That's why Madden mm. had the bus because he wouldn't fly neither. Oh, for but, real. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, and somebody I seen him. and somebody the Latin bus. Somebody forced um Joe to fly. Or he was in a situation where he had to fly. He's been flying ever since. I think I think at one point he bought a plane. If I'm not tripping, I am. But like Joe, like they used to caravan all them big motherfuckers and all that. Whatever they was coming with mm-hmm. was in Escalades, Navigators, and and and. Uh, Right, <laughs> yeah, you just put me on, bro. So the whole time, because I remember seeing the Matten bus and uh, what was that mm-hmm. movie? Little Rascals and the Matten bus pulled yeah, up. Matten wouldn't fly. Damn. And then Matten kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it was like, and that's part of it too for a lot of big guys. It's one thing to be afraid to fly; it's another thing to know that you're going to be uncomfortable for hours. You see what I'm saying? Or you might get somebody seat. else's personal space. Yeah. Like that's not a thing that people want to go through. Big niggas got buy two seats. But it's it's funny because like like I said, having somebody like Lil Duval that's a comedian that is not the biggest comedian, but he's made yeah, some yeah, bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and he, he, he like I live on an island and I bought some planes and I fly my own little planes around and I right. do my and nobody bothers me. Like we could do that. And yeah. you already got a license. He got an island too? That's crazy. He, he doesn't own one, but he lives on an island. He yeah, lives, where he can um, fly. Like he got a where, island. yeah, he got a situation. He um he got lost at sea last year for um, a couple of days. <laughs> what and the then fuck? His phone 
kicked back in and he got saved. Like, we almost lost him last year. Nobody even heard about it. It's crazy, bro. He Look it up. chill out. <laughs> Look it up, yo. He on some, some motherfucking and, Indiana Jones shit. He got chill. And it's funny because, like, up until, like, probably five years ago, Lil Duval never smoked weed. As soon as he started smoking weed, he been turned out. Oh, and he man. been living like a hippie. <laughs> That I boy crazy Lil Duval <laughs> man He a funny nigga Shout out to him He's hilarious And he was a part of A lot of our favorite videos Yeah he was No bullshit he Is was. that a thing for you Cameos Um How do you feel about him Do you like being mysterious I really don't care I, I mean, Sometimes I'll pop up and I'll do it support the situation I do it just cause the part Like the purpose I know of Like the, I know the importance of branding Right. And I know people like look at me like to. Like, you don't want to look back and be like, that yeah. was a chance I could have marketed. Some motherfuckers say they look at me like an artist too. That's why I start. I'm hosting niggas' projects too now. I'm on my DJ drama shit. Word. Why not? <laughs> and you know, we got the energy, the lingo, and all of that. We're yeah. supposed to do that. I'm hosting sure. niggas' tapes and all that. that now. And shout out to Cannon, because I always thought Cannon was a little funnier. Yeah. Cannon. I fuck with Cannon too. <laughs> Cannon got a funny with them drops. Yeah, I want to produce with Cannon. One Drama day. got the voice. Cannon got the wit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why they. Adult it's like team. hand in hand. Yeah, that's why they adult team. Yeah, you know, I'm younger generation man. But you just don't, don't for pick that. up on little shit like that. Yeah, like, I do. Every, every drop ain't a drop. Yeah, no, it's not. Some shit just happened by accident, then it become the drop. Mm-hmm. A lot of um DJs got their tags that way. Yep. Yep. Somebody said it the right way. They put the right effect on it. It's mm-hmm. On every record that. But if I do that, do you owe me money? I don't know. That's a good question. Because it wasn't the initial idea when we did all the paperwork. I don't think producers get money for that. I think they embrace it. It's more kind of like a blessing thing. Yeah, it's like well, an honor. Yeah. Like if somebody do a tag for me, it's like a, and I like it and I want to use it as my honor. If it wasn't intended as a tag, if I start a record off and I say, Swaggyano killed this motherfucker, and you like how I said it, right? Mm-hmm. The song do whatever it do, whether good or bad, right? Yeah. And then you do 18 songs with Janet Jackson, Drake, Future, <laughs> fucking Andre 3000, and my my voice is on all of those joints. Is that a is there a thing? I, I haven't. No, I think that should be like an honor. You should be honored that your voice is on there. I would. I feel be. like no, I'm just I'm just talking like the in general, not you. Yeah, specifically. I would be. But I feel like that's an honor. Like if you said that, that's an honor. I would like. Alright, for instance, if I say somebody tag. Is that considered a percentage of the record? I say, yo, I'm sipping with Sammy, and then the, your shit on Jammer Jackson. And all, I wouldn't want no percentage. I'm like, damn, we turned up. He really turned. But up is that something that. that somebody might be able to hold against you later? I'm not talking about for me. I'm talking about something for. I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. You probably would have to go get that copywritten and shit, or you probably have to get some type of paperwork saying that you authorized to use that if it get that deep, yeah. But that's nutty. And I'm only saying that because now that's the way. Like every every like producers didn't use that always had tags. Most producers that's like that just use like for instance. A lot of them tags built their career because recognizable, you know. Yeah, but I feel like the relationship with the artist as you actually saying the tag, they got a relationship with that person because I'm not gonna use. A random nigga that's saying Swaggy Ano on point. the beat tag, like you know what I'm saying. That's a good point. Everybody that's on the tag is somebody that's like, I had a relationship with them somehow. Yeah. I know them. Yeah, and so. I'm not trying to put you in a position to make a declaration for everybody, but no, I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm just asking because now that I think I know about motherfuckers it, that pay for tags. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you pay, they'll for pay it, somebody to make a tag for them. And the business been done already. That's just like if I um if I ask you for a feature, once you tell me your number, then I, I paid you for the feature. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, no, that makes sense. I just was curious about that because I know that one thing that producers have latched on to within the last 10 years is making sure that they had an identifiable sound or, or, or tag at the beginning of their beats. Yeah. And Hitmaker, who you mentioned earlier, we was hearing that before we realized it was Berg for so long. But we knew every time we heard that, some shit was coming on. Yeah. So, well, I like Just Blaze was one of the first niggas I One heard. of the first ones. Just Blaze? Exactly. One of the first ones. And we heard him niggas. on mixtapes. <laughs> he was on Biggest Records and the mixtapes. Exactly. He was like the first, like, tag, tag, like, that I heard. You got, that, like, that's rememberable. Um, Timbaland, Pharrell, even, like, Swiss Beats, they ain't really have a set tag, but you'll know their sound or their voice, like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But Just Blaze had the tag. That you know Just what Swiss Blaze, did that was similar? That's the he, first that I heard. He didn't do it on every record, but once in a while, Swiss would start a beat like with... Like Swizzy or Showtime or some shit like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. But he ain't exactly. do that every time. Swizzy! The Showtime? Like, he used to do them, but that wasn't the tag. Yeah, exactly. That's just him. Ab- I mean, it was kind of considered the tag, his that was, being on there, mm-hmm. but, like... That just blaze one it was the like the first yeah, yeah. like you saying like a uh, young metro don't trust you like one of them type like a stamp tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite um outside of yourself? What's your favorite producer tag you ever had? I'm working on dying. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> That's my producer group I'm a part of. So oh, all right. All right so so I can't say cheating. that neither. Right, I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say that. Uh <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me think. My favorite tag that I like to hear. TK, fuck these motherfuckers up. That's my shit. What, what, how that shit go? I ain't gonna lie. I like hearing. I, like, I ain't gonna lie. No, I gotta say that my favorite show, time out. I was about to get some young niggas credit, but I gotta, I gotta pause. I had to think. You about got a classic. It. My favorite tag Maybe. ever is. Justice League Justice League Yeah Justice when I hear that shit Justice come on I know some real shit about to come on Like whenever I hear that Justice League I know we about to get some elegant shit Like I'm like no. Nah. You realize um, I'm sure you you took notice The Maybach music joint always changes right What you mean? Maybach music Maybach music Oh yeah It always changes a little bit yeah, I think Ross got the best tag. Is he that know. big that like? <laughs> he just made. I told. I told. I be arguing <laughs> with niggas, man. I ain't even gonna go ahead with niggas. I argue with niggas. Ross, my favorite rapper, bro. Like literally, my favorite rapper of all time, based on his money. His music just make me want to get money. It, it motivates. I'm about to say it's his elegant. money. What? It's oh, elegant. Wow. You know what I'm saying like his music is just elegant, bro. It's like his music is full. It's complete. Uh, if you if you're the kind of person that can hear a record. And rank it at a percentage fairly, he's always in the ninety something percent. Exactly. When he puts out a record, like it, it feels right. Yeah, and then niggas be trying to say, "Oh, Ross." And his approach is consistent. I said, "Ross, man, why you think he always doing major records with all these major artists, Drake, all these guys? Why you think they always got Ross on the feature? Because he know how to set the tone with the music. Like his, like he just bring his presence on the track is just different. You know what I'm saying?" His, it just tends to me. I like this one of my favorites. It, it is my favorite, right? His artistry and musicianship saved him in the middle of a battle that was crazy to somebody that everybody had him losing to. And that says a lot. But outside yeah. of that, like, he could keep making Maybach music after Maybach music after <laughs> Maybach music, and you always go want to hear it. Exactly. You're always going to want to hear it. And that's crazy. Red Man ain't made but so many Superman lovers. Exactly. 
I'll be tired. Or, or people be arguing me down all the time. I'll be like, all right, man. Do you tap into that old school shit? The Red Man, Dare is a Dark Side Time and all of that? Like, I've heard it. I've inspiration? Heard, uh, recently? No, I haven't been. I ain't even gonna lie. And maybe I should, but... I've been kind of like just trying to develop my own sound, so I ain't really been trying to study nobody because I feel and like I'm I studied yet. enough to where as though I could like, I just been trying to evolve my own sound and develop. And I should look back into like emulate some older sounds, but I be really just trying to create my own shit. Like. As an outsider, I look at some of the old stuff and I'm like, with the new tools, some of those sounds aren't even gonna be recreated directly. Yeah. But the influence could be heavy. Yeah, it's always going to be like that. You always going to is you everything always come from influence. Nothing is ever just created out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Everything is always like that's that's evolution. Mm-hmm. Shit always gets starts like hip hop. Like you look, you learn from what you was what you was listening to. I think a producer conversation I heard recently. I don't want to say I think because I know for a fact, but I'm saying I think that it was based on. Um, they were explaining okay. I was watching um, Hot 97 when they do Whitish Wednesdays, and they were doing um, hip hop songs that came from white samples. Okay. Right? And they played some of Dre stuff. Mm. And the things that he sampled was hard as hell before he sampled it. <laughs> but when he sampled it, it sounded bigger. Way crazier. Because they added sounded the drums. Bigger. And it's not just drums, but it's like taking something from a hole in the wall to a stadium. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's a gift within itself. That's an angle that's facts. of production. That's facts, right? Yep. So even if you say, "Well, he didn't create, he didn't do this, he didn't do this," well, shit, I heard them drums on the last one. Uh-huh. I heard they're that hitting, cymbal they on the way last crazier. one. I heard that flute on the last one. But when he did it, it came in like the queen was about to descend from the top of the stage. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's L. It's just. Was you like- get that from him? From Dre? Yeah. Hell yeah. He a, he a pioneer. Because he samples a lot of shit, and people don't even recognize it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody else, we'd be like, I remember this. With Dre, it'd be like... No, nah, but everybody back in the day, that's how they made beats, though. They all sampled. Yeah, but he still... Sampling was the way of life back in the day. Sampling is the way of life now. Sampling is never going to die. Who's a producer that you learned the most from that you work with or work, you know, side by side with, been in the camp with, whatever that's like put you on to how to elevate your sound or a different range you could um, benefit from or something like that? Um, I'm going to be honest, like my people in my producer group working on that's dying, cool. like, and it's like. You can say them this time. Yeah, it's like kind of like. <laughs> We kind of like they kind of like we kind of like motivate each other and it's like we already know what we know but it's like our sounds just grow together because we work together so much so it's like I might get inspired from this guy he might get inspired from me I'm saying shit like we all bring unique abilities to the table to create like newer sounds so give sounds. some names of the people that elevate help constantly y'all, um, help, y'all constantly help elevate each other yeah, well, my manager, first of all, he push, he push us to death uh, W.O.D. Ness I'm saying he mm-hmm. push us to the death like You'll think he a producer the way he worked for us. He is a Salute. producer, but you know what I'm saying? He works his ass off for us. Um, then you got myself. You have Oogie Man. He actually just produced Drake, uh, Jumbotron, Pop, and him and his brother, Filth, Wake Up Filthy. Mm-hmm. They produced that. They're part of our group. They Dope. influenced me a lot. I work with them guys a lot. They always push me to go harder. Mm-hmm. Um, Facts Only, another producer. Mm-hmm. He's from out Delaware. He that's like my brother. Like me and him work together the most. 
Um, then you got Benny X, mm-hmm. uh, another producer, Kimchi, female. Mm-hmm. Like they all, we all just got our own different type of energy. Nah, but that's dope. Benny X is going crazy. He over right now. He over in Paris right now. The Givenchy uh, fashion show. Mm. He did music for them last year. So you know. Heavy. Everybody just got their own motion, so it's like kind of like we motivate each other. You know what I'm saying? So that'd be like the best thing. Like the sound be growing. Like when we see each, and we don't even see each other every day on a daily basis. But it's like we communicate every day and shit like that. Dope. But like it just we just that that helps grow the sound. And like me as a professional producer, because I feel like the music now is like it's not really about growing the sound no more. Mm. It's like this shit. I ain't gonna lie. Making music like playing a video game now. Like that shit is easy. Mm. It's like everything else that come with it that's hard. Like no explain is not about growing the sound. Don't dance <laughs> around that. Well, yeah, it is. But once you get to a level of like, you'll understand <laughs> it. Like you'll understand what I'm saying when when you hit that pinnacle or that level. Like it's easy to make music, bro. Mm-hmm. Like no, and I understand as far as the process goes. But I'm talking about for the layman. You know what I'm saying For the person that's not In the position that okay. you're in oh, okay. Or that's trying to get To the position that you're in Yeah you still gotta be sharp You gotta be It gotta be undeniable <laughs> Yeah no, nah, fuck that You gotta be sharp It gotta be like, undeniable I understand genius I understand yeah. talent I understand putting Your 100,000 hours in Yeah But for somebody that's not You know what I mean It gotta yeah. be quality Quality And quantity And Consistency Sound like balance to me That's the three things That you have to have Quality has to be Phenomenal, mm-hmm. especially if you're trying to work with an A one artist. So your, your production got to be A one. Mm-hmm. It's like that's just how it has to be. So with the producer argument, like we watched Jermaine and Diddy argue on, um, yeah, I produce, he don't produce. Right. We've seen this be a thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times Diddy name come up, but there's quite a few others. Um, there's Gotti's and all type of people that come up in this conversation, right? Right. What's your take on the opinion of what... Because you actually made the distinction earlier between beat making and being a producer when you said if you introduce you to somebody, you would say one versus the other just to dumb it down. Okay. Basically. So how do you feel about the... Uh, Well, I'm going to say this. Producing, you don't have to... To be a producer, you don't necessarily have to make beats. Um, To be a producer, you don't have to make beats. And um, to be a beat maker, you have... You don't, you don't necessarily, necessarily produce. have to produce, right? Yeah, producers basically the one the job of a producer is to produce the record. No matter how you do it, get the record done. The pieces together to yeah. solve the puzzle to put it out. Yeah, I could hear. I could. I could sit here and say, "Damn, Sammy, you make this beat for Tierra Wet right here. Mm-hmm. Y'all name it this, or y'all this type tempo. Mm-hmm. I bring this guitar player in, let mm-hmm. him strum it. We're gonna put it out. You produce that record." Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So I've done that uh, countless times before. That's why we used that as a producer Chrissy earlier. Jones I said some shit. Like, I was talking to one of my OGs, Carvin. Jones, my, exactly. One of my OGs, Carvin, and shit. He told, uh, he was telling me how when he met Quincy Jones, what he said to him and shit about production and shit. And he says like this: is that basically it's like a, a puzzle? Like you know I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? He says like a puzzle mm-hmm. where all the pieces are scattered out. Mm-hmm. And your job is just to put the puzzle together. Mm-hmm. So you might got musician and uh, musicians, artists, engineer, song style, whatever. Your mm-hmm. job is just to put the the producer's job is to put the puzzle together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's where a lot of people get confused at with like producers and beat makers and shit like that. So a lot of these A and R's can be producers and shit. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, um, nine out of the ten 
records that you've heard or that you're going to keep hearing forever have a lot of moving parts that made them successful. Hell yeah. The only thing I do is look at the credits. <laughs> People don't read. Like, bottom line. And then watch read. the interview when they was questioned about it, and they'll tell you who they referenced yeah. and how they got to that vibe. Like, yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that, is, though. That's what the, This they, is art. Yeah, people don't got to get it confused. People think, like, I'm not one person is supposed to get the you song. The hook, even yeah. if you told me to sing it that way. People think one person is just supposed to, uh, just super genius, and they came up, come up with this shit out of nowhere That's by themselves. For <laughs> like, the world. Yeah, for forever. The world. Uh, yeah. This is a team effort, man. Nothing is done by yourself. You in only life. get a prince once a generation. Exactly. Nothing is done. All <laughs> these guys, none of these artists wouldn't be phenomenal if it wasn't for their phenomenal team behind them. I can guarantee that. Even myself, bro, I wouldn't be who I am right now if I didn't take the side to work with the right team. team. Who represents you? When you're negotiating things, you have. WOD Ness. Mm-hmm. That's my manager. Okay. He negotiates all deals for me. You're not in a and I have, I have, I have my own I have my own production company too Called Instant Classics Where I got some younger uh, artists mm-hmm. I actually started that this year too Where I got a couple younger producers That's under my wing So I'm managing them mm-hmm. So I'm representing them And I'm basically getting coached from Ness You know he went to school for this And mm-hmm. he went to Berkeley and shit like that Talk So that I'm just shit. learning the game Like you know what I'm saying I'm just learning the shit And just putting on motherfuckers underneath No my Representation yeah damn. I got him and my lawyer that's what's up. No, I just because you know, you one of them. So they listening. They and myself to too. Shit. I'm learning. I'm still exec- like small shit. I can execute my own. Like he teach me the game. Like him, he's not. He's not. Before he was my manager, is my guy. Like you know what I'm saying, he's my brother already. So it's like he just be giving me advice wherever he can give it. You know what I'm saying and he know I'm smart enough to like develop my own shit. So he just be telling me like certain shit how it's supposed to go, and I pick up on it so I can execute certain plays. That's you know what I'm saying in my jurisdiction, to where as though if it's something that's out of my jurisdiction, I toss it up to him. You know what I'm saying him and mm-hmm. the lawyer, and they take care of it. But if it's something small, like on an independent level, I can handle this. You can figure it out yourself. Yeah. But when you're going into negotiations with people that negotiate, huh? it's always easier when there's somebody in between you and them. Yeah, exactly. From the from the door, I just send them to him. Yep. Because all that friendship shit and all of that, nah, we can't yeah. figure that out before we figure out the business. Damn, I ain't gonna lie, he gonna charge you out the ass if I send you to him. <laughs> As you should though, because his client is a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Right, yeah, okay, his true, true. His client is a motherfucker, and he should. And then that gives you the space or the grace to be able to give to other people that may not have that. Mm. Because you made it over here, you can. Yeah, slide, man, slide we work, man. This shit costs money, man. We just book, I just booked a flight to LA for five hundred dollars, one way. One way. Yeah, this shit Don't definitely. Don't know when I'm coming back. Yeah, this shit definitely might costs buy a money, house man. While I'm out there. It might get that this, good to me. This shit costs money, bro. This shit. Nah, man. This shit. You gotta pay to play. Once again, I wanna um, shout out HB for making sure that we stayed in contact. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, shout out HB. I'm excited about what you got going on and your and your your your, your upside, your trajectory. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that you can do a lot of things by accident. Yeah. That you don't even realize. That's a great thing. Facts. You see what I'm saying? Facts. And that's exciting to me. That boosts that's, me. That's 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 kind of exciting too, man. That's exciting and scary at the same time because it's like, damn, I really don't be knowing what could happen sometimes. Like anything could happen. You might have produced something eight years ago that might pop off. Exactly. TikTok might just pick it up. Exactly. It ain't get no traction yet until TikTok picked it up. Exactly. Like this, we in a different time now. You see what I'm saying? And when the producer is the first and the last motherfucker to get paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> I be figuring it out, man. I be you having putting rappers on Super Bowls, bro. Yeah, I be having. <laughs> I'm trying to control the narrative, man. I'm learning about that, man. It's you gonna like, get a record on the Super Bowl, my nigga? It's like I'm trying to just like I'm gonna start dropping my own records. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm gonna start putting my own albums out. I'm working on my own album now as we speak. And you know who actually gave me the idea to do that, Freddie? One day he was down here performing for Made in America. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, we was just sitting on the balcony smoking before he performed. We was just out there, just me and him, just smoking, talking, chilling. Freddie yeah. smokes a lot, don't he? Uh, like regular niggas like me, like us. All right, regular well, shit. I smoke quite a bit. but Smoke like us, regular shit. All right. We just on the balcony smoking, whatever, chilling. He like, yo, man, you know what you, he came out of nowhere. Like, yo, you know what you need to do? Put your own album out, dog. Like, I think it's a good idea. Said, niggas fuck with you enough to where as though they want to be a part of your albums. Like, cause they know you make good music already. Like nigga, I got something. I got. You know what I'm saying? I got you. You bro. got verses that ain't That's nothing happened with. You can yeah. put yourself on a record y'all ain't put out yet. Yeah. Like all of that shit. Yeah. I think that makes sense. And it's like I, I appreciate him for that because he 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 opened he unlocked a new. Like thought but process, but that that's what make him a real one because yeah, he's not using you for where about you are. That. He's, yeah. he's 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 trying to figure out where you could be. Yeah, exactly. And he's expressing that to you. And from that, I'm you like, can't damn, pay for that. I'm like, he really fuck with me because a lot of artists don't even be on that. Like, he really fuck niggas with will give you money every day and won't give you no real advice. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts, and at facts. the end of the day, that advice niggas will give you money, but don't teach portal. you how to make your own. That's the big difference. Open another door. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's teaching you another another pine of fishing. Mm-hmm. Another ocean full of fucking produce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Full of shit you can produce. I mean. Facts. But like, I like that. And I, um, it makes me feel better about supporting Gibbs. Mm. Because he's supporting you. Yeah. That's my boy. 100%, man. 1,000%. You see what I'm saying? And if he that's ever um, in the city, he's more than welcome to slide through sipping with Sammy. We can talk, <laughs> we can talk some we shit. We fuck around make that happen someday. One day, possibly, man. Listen, we fuck man. around make that happen, man. There's a lot of that's things. my boy. Just like in your world, in our world, we figuring out a lot of things that's um, looking like beautiful possibilities for the future. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be in a position to do whatever we can exchange in the in-between. Let's do it, man. And my that's boy. what it's going to be. But we ain't putting nothing on it. Yeah. We just going to see it through. We make it happen, man. God right. willing, man. Shit yeah, happen. No pressure. Everybody just keep working. Facts. Just keep working in a what's, positive What's direction. meant to happen will happen. Indeed. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. So that's how I carry it, man. That's definitely how I carry it. Anything else that you got going on, coming up, building on that we didn't touch on that you need to say this time? Um... I'm working on a producer battle. Working on a producer battle coming up. You know what I'm saying. In the city. Uh, we're gonna start one in the city. Then I'm looking to hopefully, if I get this venue, I'm taking one down south by southwest. Let me host. Yeah, no, if I get one down south by southwest, that's in March. I mean, so I'll definitely Let keep you updated. Yeah, for time. sure. No, I'll keep you updated. I'll, you can definitely be a part of that with me for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I'm doing starting to beat battles up. For, you know what I'm saying up and coming producers and shit. And it's a battle, but it's really just to like. Expose producers, yeah. Like, expose producers, get your shit off. You never know, it might be a star in the cut, you know what I'm saying? So, just to create platforms for motherfuckers. That's all I'm on, man. Just creating opportunities and making better business. And just how many living cam- life now. I'm living good now. You know how many cameramen you hire? Cause how many cameramen you got? You need a couple. Yeah. Well, I'm coming to y'all. About- I'm coming to y'all. Don't worry. I see what's going and on. I, no, I'm not even saying that because... With, with what you got going on, you need somebody with more free time than five productions. Exactly. Guy. But you need somebody that's going to be around you and that, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I've been seeing you, since the last time you've been on here, mm-hmm. I can't count how many times it's been three, four in the morning and you was on live on Instagram. Working. Banging shit out. 
yeah. and not paying us no mind. Yeah. I'm saying everything on the joint, and you just boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> and one time I actually hit you up like the day later to be like, keep doing that because I seen what was going on. Like I'm looking at the yeah. comments, I'm seeing how many people was tuned in, mm-hmm. and I'm like, nah, don't. Yeah, don't, don't stop doing that. None of that. But you don't even be into yeah, it. Yeah, I put, I get on live just to motivate. Like I ask you these questions intentionally, bro. I'm paying attention to how you move. That's why I be on live. I be on live to motivate niggas, like, cause y'all, cause niggas can say this. This is real life. Y'all looking at this shit live, like this is elevation live. This took me 15 minutes. Like, you this literally took me see me every minutes. night. Like, you see me take the break and hit the L. Exactly. So I'm not, doing, <laughs> I'm not doing nothing no different than no other nigga could do. You know what I'm saying? It's just that I'm sacrificing and putting the time in. And they're working, and that's what a lot of niggas don't do. That's the hardest part. Like, if a nigga asks me how to do, how to do it, how to become successful, you got to really be willing to sacrifice the shit. And, like, people don't understand it. People think they be like, oh, yeah, man, I do this. It's all I do. I don't got no job. It's all. No, bro. Like, sacrificing is, like, when you uncomfortable and shit. Nigga, mm. I used to be in other states. Nigga, I've been in L.A. My first couple times in L.A., nigga, I was over L.A. broke. Mm. And being in L.A. broke is worse than being in Philly broke. Trust me. Like, so it's like, the grind is like, for me, like, I'm on year, I'm going, I'm approaching like year eight, nine, ten with this shit, mm-hmm. and I'm just starting to get like, real money off music, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this this year and last year, is probably the most I ever made off music in my whole life. How many years have you been doing your business correctly? I'm saying I'm probably like two, three years in doing correct business. All right. I mean, I was getting money off BMI like probably like two, two since like I started working. No, with Young I'm Chris. talking about the. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you you yeah, gave yeah. me my answer already. Yeah, this. But that's cool because you got to build. Yeah. Black Key ran around with Ness like, for a long time. I ain't even take no. I ain't taking no publishing deal or nothing yet. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying, I'm working on one. But these like, are all chess pieces in the yeah, in the game. I'm working on one. It's like all right, even like all right. This is what I did too. Like. When I like I made like I told you before like four three years ago four years ago when I was running my own studio mm-hmm. charging niggas fifty dollars an hour forty dollars an hour yeah we had that conversation I did something I tallied up like I took the year of like twenty twenty and I tallied up every session that like every session I had mm-hmm. and I just times that times like two so say like per average an art, artist would come get two hours right per session when I times that number by the number of sessions that I had that shit was like one hundred and ten thousand. So I made uh, in there $110,000 independent and, and couldn't see it because I'm spending the money day by day, probably buying it. weed, buying Uber Eats. Like I'm just living day to day with the shit. That's before you know what I'm saying. I'm like, damn, this whole year I grossed trick. over $110,000. You was tricking? Was I tricking? No, like, I don't be tricking no more. Like, I mean, it ain't, tricking if, it, so it ain't like, tricking if you got it. It was like, like, it was like <laughs> what I heard oh, today was, if you ain't got it, you ain't tricking, so it don't matter. No, listen, so <laughs> this what ain't tricking. Like, the tricking, this is what I say tricking now. Like, tricking, I ain't just paying for no pussy. Just straight. Nah, you Take this cash and give me some pussy. You paying for experience. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't. I ain't you paying for experience, so she's Yeah, asking. if I want to go to the movies or I want to go out, I'm saying that's for my enjoyment and yours. Like, they no, ain't tricking. One thing, and I'm, I'm fucking with you. Like, it is, it is. I'm going to keep it G with you. If I'm on an island, I might trick. Fuck I'd be a fraud. Like, that's try, different. I'd be a fraud to try to catch you out there. I got to keep it G with you. I move how I move. Yeah, ain't nothing if wrong I want with somebody it. to be there with me, yeah. then that's what's going to happen. Right, exactly. Whether that's lunch, dinner, exactly. Making a run. Motherfucking exactly. going on vacation. 
if I feel like this is a vibe that I want to vibe with, you're going to do what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not judging. I'm just joking. No, no, me you know too. I ain't, I ain't listen, man. But, I, ain't, I know a thousand tricks. So most playing, of my homies tricks. But you was playing the game was a part of that hundred thousand. Every nigga got to play the game. <laughs> you got to play. There's no way around it. And I'm going to keep it real. Even when you deduct that, you probably was still at 3,000. It still wasn't nowhere near 100. Like, you talk about a no, couple dinners. No, but see, dinners. I wasn't trick. I ain't boy. I ain't heavy trick off boy on no, chicks. you talk about a couple dinners, a couple Most of, of my money probably went to, like, traveling. No bullshit. But, see, that's a means to an end. Yeah. You got to get around and be around, right? Yeah. You got to go see the people where they at. They ain't always going to come to you. That's facts. So, like, that's a part of it. So, at the end of the day, that's just a building block and stuff. We both know business, mm-hmm. right? Facts. So, that's just part of it. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, where everybody fuck up at, not everybody, but most people fuck up at is, when you come up, you're supposed to reinvest into the business first. Mm-hmm. And for you, that's traveling. Yeah. Because you could pop up and I could be in um, Connecticut. I'd be like, yo, it's lit out here. We got the J. Cole house going on, but it ain't J. Cole in them. Mm. You know what I mean? And you think it's worth it to come out. You spend your 300 on your ticket. You fly out. Mm. And I got you in a booth with 12 motherfuckers that might be the next J.I.D. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Facts. 300 ain't about shit for nope. that. Yep, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. And you, I got a couple motherfuckers that's going to throw you 2,500. Give me two mm-hmm. of them. Give me... Uh, Facts. Mm-hmm. I got a little... My son... Never yeah. know what happened, yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... These things are part of the business that you're in. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's the lifestyle. That's what I'm saying. I, a I lot put of the girls tricking shit up just because I gotta entertain the people. Yeah, you got it. Ain't nothing and wrong. Listen, man. They ain't tricking if you got it. I, like I said, I'll be on the island. I might fuck around. I go DR, son. I fuck around. Might trick. You never know. Like a, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna I'm say something. But I feel that, like I don't have to trick. I feel like my game is strong enough to. I'm gonna like, say the most neutral thing that that you can say about this. If you gonna play the game, if you gonna play it, or you ain't. Yeah. You gonna spend that cash. <laughs> you gonna spend that anyway. cash regardless. Like if you, ain't, you like, are where you are, you any are girl you that are. you deal with in life, you're gonna spend that cash, bro. Mm-hmm. Like so, I don't consider that as tricking. I consider that as my own. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. It's like if I'm I fuck with you, I treat you like my exactly, child. Exactly. Like, I don't go shopping without finding something for you. It's my own enjoyment. You know what I'm saying? No, I ain't saying all that. I ain't going that far. See, I ain't that dug in yet. I'm one of I ain't that dug in yet. I might be nice sometime, buy you shit here and there, but I ain't just shopping for you and me every time. No. I drove one of my OGs to um, King of Pressure one time. Short story, right? He in there tearing it up. We in Louis. He like, yeah, my man wet and this, that, and the third. Buy a few pieces. Buy his wife one piece. Oh yeah, it's different. It's his wife though. That bag, it's costing more than everything he got. And you know what he said? You think I was about to walk in the house without it <laughs> and pull up with all this shit? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? See, that's a different but John, that one though. Bag, you know the game, than, right? Yeah, that one bag costed more than everything. You gotta play the game, bro. But that's a different John. That's a different game he playing. No, that's his wife. That's his wife. That's his wife. She so, deserved that. Y'all are one. She deserved that. But when we build it, how we build it, especially because we in a new generation. I'm not with, doing that for some. With, with, like if you get a, if you get somebody that's holding you down, yeah. more than likely y'all hustling together. You know why? Because of how you move. Yeah. Even if it's not your hustle, you go make her turn hers up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Still in the same position. You're right. Still in the same position. That's true. You see what I'm saying? That's facts. That's facts. That's crazy. Because it was a point where I thought like you. 
<laughs> like yeah, well that's just his wife. Yeah. And then it's a point where it's like no matter who it is, she with you. It do come to a point where you want to turn a, a person up your significant. You know what I'm saying y'all running a play. Yeah, but I be I ain't gonna lie. Any girl that I talk to, I want to turn them up because it's like I can't be around those slouches. So any girl yeah. I'm on, like you know niggas, we don't really talk to girls based on like how they what they got going on in life. Like we don't give a fuck about. We that like who we vibe. Yeah, we with. like who we like. Like so it's like I, any girl that I'm dealing with at the time in life, I'm gonna want to turn them up if. They not more turned up than me. You know what I'm saying. Funny thing about you is, you humble. You fly now, yeah. but you regular fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was some chill shit. This Philly brands right here, you know. Yes. Go yeah. oh, shout them out. Shout out Annabelle Fortune. You know, come through with the drip every time. You know, y'all can go check him out. Annabelle Fortune on yeah. IG. That ain't tell no, them swag sent y'all. Tell them swag sent you. That ain't one of the mothers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right. But she not going one. They joint She gonna want the others mm-hmm. And you like Yeah you got it Alright true <laughs> That's facts man But one thing that I tell people All the time was I had a goal for A long time Where As much as I had Polo or whoever In my closet I wanted to have My folks in my closet Right And I'm finally At a point in my life Where I'm Might be 60-40 My folks yeah, me too. Most of my drip, and that feels beautiful. Most of my drip is like like clothing that my folks wear, and I be wearing shit. And niggas be like, "Damn, where the fuck you get that?" I'm like mm-hmm. my folks made this. Up. It's my folk. He's doing his thing. She's doing together. her thing. Yeah. Go pull up. They customize. Yep. You know what I mean? Like sure. that feels good. And and we come from a culture of people that always pay attention. So they gonna even if they don't want to look, even if they don't realize they doing it. They that's true. Cause it's different. Ain't seen it. What is it? Right? So And they like the hot like the drip, like you know what I'm saying? Like just like like you said, they ain't never seen it. Then they be looking at the motherfucker, how you putting it together and all that, like damn, what you got on? Like What's that? Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Yeah. You see what that I'm comes saying? comes with trend setting. Yeah. So I'm excited that I'm in a position and we are as a people once again, like I said, because we don't give ourselves enough credit. Well, there are enough people putting their brands out there. There was a time people yeah. said everybody got a t-shirt. Yeah, well, some of the people that had t-shirts got sweaters now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the motherfucking fashion designers in the world in yeah. Philly yeah. doing their thing. And keep, keep supporting this guy. Yeah, because I'm going to keep them. supporting y'all too, man. Yeah, and that's what it's about. So how they reach out, how they get with you, how they spend money with you, let them know. Um, You can hit me on every platform, Swaggyano. You can hit my email swagiano at gmail.com for the um challenge hashtag philly first 48 challenge or hashtag ff 48 p2 for mm-hmm. the new one mm-hmm. part two coming out we dropping that tonight shout out to all the rappers in the city bomb on that shit for me and let's go up use that song you can put it on your fucking iTunes, Spotify, I don't give a fuck. That's my gift to the city, man. Y'all do what y'all want with it. Put it on Instagram, shoot music videos. You don't gotta ask me for permission. Just do it. That's you got permission. Just go crazy and elevate your career from this shit, mm. and use the platform to as a spotlight to showcase your talent, man, mm-hmm. and turn up. Mm-hmm. Now, one person, whether locally or abroad. That hasn't touched the challenge that you would appreciate if they touched it based on what they bring to the situation. Um, one person do it gotta be in the city or out of the city? Either. Anywhere? 
I need my man Freddy to test the challenge, man, because that's my oh, man. Freddy, I need Freddy to test the challenge for me, dog. I need Freddy to test the challenge for me. We went viral. I'm going to try to get him to test that challenge. Yup. I'm going to holler at him. I'm going to have to push this one up. I'm going to holler at him. This will be out after the challenge drop, but we need to put pressure on Freddy to test the <laughs> challenge because uh, he's going to be with him in the next couple weeks. He yeah, might be boy. with him already by the time you see this. Tell Freddy to do the challenge. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. I need to see know, Freddy on there. And Peasy. And... And you know why I said not so much as just him as the artist, the respect he has for you. Right. He going to get busy, busy. He's going to try to, like, do something he don't think nobody else is going to. You know, he's going to try that's to take my it boy. for you. Yeah. And I think that that's. God willing, that's my guy. All right, I mean, I ain't more. pressuring him. All right, one more that's not one of yours. One more. Um, that they just picked it up. We, you know, I want to see. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know, man. I ain't even gonna lie. I didn't see all I need to Pusha, see. Pusher, City, oh, Drake, like those type guy. Oh yeah, no, nah, Drake going my John is over. Drake going that. Drake an easy one. Yeah, I ain't gonna, yeah, do, I ain't gonna do Drake. Um, ain't somebody personal. That, Let me see. I want to see like somebody you always thought was dope. Like why you? I need to see Ross on. No, Robert, that like Robert, that makes sense because you said that earlier. All right, let me see. I need to see. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna do something realistically, like realistically. Like. Nah, don't gotta be realistic. We gotta put it in the zeitgeist. It might become realistic. Okay, that's true. I'm um, trying. I'm trying to get you up there. You're right, you're right. I'm thinking, thinking too small. Yeah, right let's you're win. Right, you're right. Um, Ross was a goodie, but you got one above that. Little baby. Okay. The next beat might be for him. Ooh. You know, like it's like they're tight. Like the 48 mm. part two is not like part one. You know what I'm saying? It's more like. You can get on there if you want to use your auto tune. You can use your auto tune if you want to rap some hard shit. You can rap some hard shit. It's like a blend of both. Like so, it's like no excuses. That shit just got to be hot. Now, before we get out of here, cause we getting out of here. One thing I always say is when I meet great producers, they're already rappers and performers. Because if you ever watch them make a beat, half the time they already have the cadence that they want yeah. in mind you can see them doing it while they're producing mm -hmm. right 90 percent. so i just got him to give it up to y'all this next one is on some little baby shit time, yeah, that type time i wouldn't just say necessarily little baby i'll say little but baby the vibes. younger nigga shit they like but that's funny because you said you tried to create a balance yeah, because it wasn't a lot of young niggas that went on the first 48 uh first part like it was mostly like Older rappers, but I like, like you being intentional about that. Yes, I wanted to get everybody. You got more shit because they want, yeah, for sure. That's the vibe they want. Let's do that. And I think I'm going to make it like annual, like I'm just doing yearly. I need you to do one for the um Latinx community. Oh, Latin song? Yeah, do a Dumbo or Reggae I did a Dumbo song. That's crazy. No, do a challenge okay. because right now you know they coming with some shit <laughs> mm -hmm. that we can benefit from. I could do a Dembo challenge. You might go win on that side because they killing and they they dope. And I got Dominican in my blood too. So you, <laughs> you're not you, you you're not you're not acquiring a situation, but at the same time, it wasn't even about that. I'm for from me. Erie Avenue, man. I'm an honorary Dominican or Puerto Rican. <laughs> Talk like, that shit. I'm from Erie Avenue, man. Absolutely, I'm an honorary member. But I think that um, we 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 we've catered to this, we catered to that. By the fourth or the fifth one. We're a national, baby. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be in the door by the We're in the national. 
for sure. Let's, let's get spicy. Fuck around, be international next year, man. Talk that shit. No bullshit. My man, I appreciate your time, bro. Appreciate brother. y'all for having me through, man. Anytime, Anytime man. man. It's Anytime, the best podcast man. in the fucking East Coast, man. Talk that shit, man. This is Sippin' with Sammy. I am Sippin' with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't Sippin' with Sammy, you ain't Sippin' right. Please get your fucking life together. Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got